Good morning. Welcome, everyone. Good to see you all this morning. It's uh, Nick and Andy here to talk you through this morning about uh, what we used to call a culture of honour, but we're wanting to give some thoughts to what does it actually mean and how does it apply and how can we make this a normal part of our culture. So welcome, everybody. Good to have yeah. you with us. Yeah, hi. Welcome. It's, we were figuring out, Nick and I, it's 11 years ago we went to... Uh, Bethel actually Bethel Church in Redding California and and it really it really rocked us in the sense of uh, the culture the culture that we experienced and tasted there and I guess we've been trying to figure it out and live it and do it ever since um, and so we we, we want to teach from from scripture but we also want to really get underneath the skin of this uh, thing because what we feel is it's really become a bit of a, a load of myth and jargon rather than something authentic and, and real. So our, our scripture today is is in uh, is in Romans twelve and just to say hi hi Steve Perkins morning to you. Uh, I know there's others of you tuning in because I can see that. But if you want to just say hi to us, that's great because we just don't feel like we're having a personal chat then and. Uh, and so we're gonna we, we we're basing around or jumping off from this scripture in Romans 12, 9 and 10, which says, Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, and outdo one another in showing honor. So this is this is our our, our scripture today, and we're really zooming in on this love one another with brotherly affection and outdoing one another in showing honour, and more people popping up. So, good morning, James. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Verna. Oh, it's great. We've got company, Nick. We've got at hey. least 10 people watching us live, so <laughs> hi. That's fantastic. That's good stuff. Uh, and, and, yeah. <laughs> so, just to reiterate, we, we really, we've both been on a personal journey, really, in mm. figuring out what it is to, to do this thing called honour, uh, and the first place we need to kick off on is really defining what it is we're talking about, because I think this is where it kind of goes wrong very quickly if we get this, uh, we, we don't get this right. So, Nick, if you want to just yeah. talk to sure. that a little I mean, bit. Going back to that time when we went to um, to, to Bethel Church, um, we were so impressed with something that we couldn't quite grasp, but we just mm. got a real sense of the, the rightness of it. Yeah. And we then went through a journey of, is this American culture? What about British culture? But discerning that there was something that, that they called the, the culture of honour. And, and yet we've seen honour used in many, many ways. And people have almost used it in a hierarchical way. You, you will yeah. honour me. There's a sort of superiority can sometimes come through. So over the years, we've tried hard to look and see. And the, the words in that the verse there, is, it's all about love. Yeah. Uh, love has got to be the bedrock of this. Love is such a huge, huge word, though. That doesn't always help us because think, well, everything's love, isn't it? Yeah. So we've tried other words like value and respect. And I think looking at these three together, love, value and respect, possibly gives um, the most helpful basis for honour that it's all out of love, that if it's not out of love, it very quickly becomes judgment and dishonour. Yeah. It's yeah. looking for the value in someone. It's looking to see what is the real God um, essence in that person and how do we live one, with one another in a respectful way. So I think that's possibly what we'd say is, you know, a helpful pointer towards yeah. what does honour mean. 
I mean, we've wrestled with it a lot because so many of the words just become devalued from use. You know, you can love tomato ketchup. It's nothing to do with what what we're talking about. I think it's one of the things I loved about the word honour. I thought it gave me a practical expression of what it was to love one another. But then, you know, Danny Silk wrote the book Culture of Honour because what people observed in their church was something full of this thing that we're wrestling with and they they dubbed it a culture of honor and I, I, i've wrestled with it too and and this is my kind of definition of a culture of honor based on that that scripture which is outdo one another in showing honor and i think the emphasis is an outdoing one another in doing this so i i put it like this that the culture of honor is not somewhere where everyone feels honoured. Now, that's a shocking statement, but I just want to say it again. The culture of honour is not a place where everyone feels honoured, but where everyone gives honour. It's something that comes from our character to others, not something we are receiving. As soon as it becomes something that we're going around looking for, trying to measure what's coming to me, what's being done to me, then you no longer have a culture of honour. You, you, you have a that that's actually the spirit of consumerism as in has invaded our hearts and our church where we're just looking to see how it's doing it for me uh, a culture of honor can only actually truly exist when we're all going around trying to outdo one another that means we're we're the initiate we're the initiators we're the temperature setters we're the ones that are trying to pull this thing called on or off and I think the word value is so just helps so much doesn't it how do how do I value you how do I value you singularly but how do I introduce value for people into whatever setting I'm walking into uh it's not just church this 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 is functions in the workplace and and politics and I wish it did work in politics, but it can work in politics. This valuing of people. Um, What that comes out of is um, is we do this because of who we are. And so I give honour because that is the character that God is calling out to me. It doesn't necessarily mean that you deserve it. You might have been rubbish. You might have done stuff that really (laughs) was not great. But my response is still, I will honour you. I'll look for the good in you. I will try and restore this difference and this difficulty if that's what's needed, but it comes from me, not from you. So I do it because of what's in me. And there is the benefit. And it's what we do to one another, not what we're looking for from one another. Yeah, I mean, that that's really good. Just a, a quick reminder, if you're watching, you feel free to post a comment or even a question. We'll have a, a bash mm. at that. We, we're going to get done uh, in good time because we've got our main event this morning is our family zoom at 10 45 so we we, we want to be on that so we'll be done with uh, five or ten minutes to spare but feel free to say something uh, and i think that just coming back nick that whole thing of it's from our character mm. it is really hard to do this to other people if you're feeling kind of broken on the inside and and yeah. danny used i say used to say this still says says this but you need a healed up heart yeah to pull this off effectively and i think that's yeah. been one of the challenges painful aspects of the journey is like oh well if i'm not doing doing well at this it's possibly connected to 
not just my mindset, but how, how am I doing on the inside? Um, I don't know if you, you want to delve into that a bit more. Well, for sure. And that doesn't mean to say we need to be perfect, but is recognizing that if I'm operating out of pain and I let that pain speak, it's not yeah. going to be very honoring to the other person. Yeah. So there's a time where we've got to draw from father and get what we need because, you know, stuff does happen. People can really hurt us. Mistakes can be really costly. And it's what is our response in that moment. And if we're responding out of lack, if we're responding out of resentment or criticism, that is not going to produce um, any honor or sense of value for one another. So we have to look for that healing up, but not sort of all sort it out when I'm healed, but Father, give me what I need in this moment. Yeah, so that yeah. I can respond well. So our character so and our sense of who am I? I'm a child of the King. I'm the Son of God. You know, is so essential. I can operate from that, even while I'm looking for Father to meet up my needs. So where we operate from is critical in in getting this right. If we're orphans and feeling a sense of lack, yeah. it's just going to come out as blame and disconnect. I, I've found it's really helped me as I've grown in my sense of how much he celebrates me yeah if i'm if i've got a big need to be noticed to be celebrated to be stroked the right way by the people in the environment i'm in i'm more likely to judge it whereas if i'm coming into a relationship knowing i'm unconditionally loved i'm appreciated celebrated received accepted in christ that that God has immense affection for me. And it's in my experience, it's a whole lot easier than to be giving that to other people because yeah. I'm receiving the unconditionality from Heavenly Father as a, as a reality in my life. And, yeah. and really, this is what we're in, wrestling with, is, it, is the unconditional yeah. nature of what we give to people. Uh, we do know that when, yeah, when, things are going, when things are going well for you, it's really easy to be nice to people um, exactly. when you, you know, <laughs> when things have been hard and have been hard for a long time for lots of people, you really yes. just feel, sheesh, I can't deal with one more thing. And those are natural tendencies. And there's a lot of rational reasons for that. But yeah. as children of the most high God, as sons of the King, you know, we're called to a higher thing and we're given all that we need to, to draw on for, you know, responding in a different way. So love, doesn't respond out of lack love responds because of who we are we love good. because he first loved us that's so good and, and and i think the normal the thing is we're trying to break a normal here yes like yes. how everybody else does it you know you can yeah. see it once you start into interacting on any kind of social media yeah it's it's not normal to respond to dialogue with honor particularly if you disagree no. with it uh i, I think we're cracking a normal we're cracking out of an earthly normal yeah. to function like true sons and daughters of our heavenly father to yeah. to do this and i've certainly experienced the fruit of it in things like the kingdom legacy thing that we're doing which is cross-denominational mm -hmm. uh just for Teresa and i that's it, it, it's it's almost like a decision it's a posture of heart it's like yeah. Very i may not be in agreement with the theology or the approach or the but these are my brothers and sisters i i love them i value them it's a it's a big deal um mm -hmm. another practical example example for me was uh, 
thing pinged up on my phone from our healing team in it was last week. Uh, please pray for it was some un, to me unknown reverend. I'm like, well, he's not in our group. I don't know him, and I'm very busy. I'm just gonna move on and forget it. And then I, just sort of inside me, I'm like, no, actually, I want to. Just because he's not in my immediate circle and he's not in our network, those aren't reasons to not pray. Uh, so, so I was like, okay, I'm going to stop and I'm going to pray for this reverend. His name I've even forgotten now, but Trevor, Trevor, Wilson. In, huh? Trevor Wilson. That's it. There you go. Trevor Wilson, be mightily blessed. Indeed. In name, and be healed. And, and that came out of me. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I stopped. But my. My nor my old normal would be just to like not let that touch me and and move on with a rather more let me focus on all the important things I have to do. Um, <laughs> nice comment from Simon. Uh, I don't know if you you could see them, Nick, but he says, "Ah, oh, Nick, miss you in my life, pal. Great to see you. We're called to something greater." Yes, thanks, yeah. Simon. Well done, um, Simon. <laughs> so so get. Receiving from the Father, getting healed up is, is, is all part of this. And, and I think we've touched on that. At, we have some structure to this, guys, just so that we keep moving through. But feel free to chip in online if you want to. Um, just just this whole idea of, of breaking out of the way we treat people according to our history with them. Yes, very um, good. And, and our Heavenly Father constantly treats us according to how he sees us and mm -hmm. who he's called us to be rather than how we feel on that day or um how we've performed in the past um and i, I find this is a challenge with more long-term relationships because you have a history and they like you said it's not always we're imperfect we, we mess up so we we have yeah. we have a history with each each other um so it's possibly not enough time to to read this this morning, but um, there's a, a great passage um, in Genesis where um, yeah. God is talking with Abraham and he's got a plan to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, mm. And he says, you know, shall I talk to to this to this man about it? Um, and just the whole conversation from God to Abraham is because he's got to tell him because this man is going to father a nation. And yeah. so he speaks to Abraham, not because of who he is, you know, a tent dweller in the desert with a few sheep, but the man who's going to be you yeah. know, the father of the nation of which, you know, Jesus is going to be born. Um, and so he very much sees that destiny in him and talks to Abraham at that level, um, which is a great example of honor. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Genesis 18. And Thanks. Yes, it's it's it is extraordinary, but God does that. That's a brilliant example, and it does that to me all the time. I mean, when I have time with God, I feel like I'm the most awesome person on the planet. That's the way He He treats us. So yeah. <clears throat> we are in, in this thing we're trying to do. This value we're trying to communicate to one another. We're trying to communicate it not based on what we've seen in the mistakes that the person has made, but trying to look through the, the prophetic eyes of the father for that. Very good. Very good. And see who they're called to be and uh, who, who they are in God. You know, yeah. they are true sons and daughters with a destiny, with a mission, with, mm. 
bought with an incredible price. Um, and, and, and I think that's where prophecy actually comes into this, that yeah. knowing people's prophetic words can actually help and just every now and again saying, hey, remember you, you're called to be a voice to the nations or hey, you, you have this, this mighty, mighty pastoral gift and we need more of that out of you. You know, we keep drawing that out of one another um, rather than getting lost in how difficult the person has been in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if you want to add into that, Nick. It's just well, it, it, it is. It is always our goal. I think you know, it, it constantly. I, I constantly reflect that there's so much self-awareness needed to get this right. You know, because yes. sometimes we can settle into this. You know, oh, just keep your distance. Just you know, you know where not to go, and and that can be our normal, and, and you can get really dulled to the other person, um, and the less you know, the less you value them, and. The opposite is what we're called to, just to, you know, how much do you look to God for words? How much do you pray for one another? Because out of that culture, it then becomes much easier to encourage, to provoke, yes. to call call out. So there is a something here. And also sometimes you can live with pain for so long, you just forget it, but you're still living with it and you're operating from it. And so that discerning is the pain, is the fear, am I... You know, I talked to them last time and it didn't go well. They really yeah. don't want to go there again. And, you know, I've heard it said that the, the first area that discernment should operate is, is my spirit. What spirit am I operating from? Is it a spirit of fear or a spirit of love? Because if you see that pain yeah. is there, that uh, fear is there, you've got to deal with that. So, Father, help me. Um, and then, you know, operating out of love, it's much easier to then, you know, see the best in someone and to treat them on that level. Yeah, and uh, I, I think it touches on that, something we talked about earlier, Nick, which is the need to communicate well with one another and how challenging, you know, we, we yes. have to work that out and keep working <laughs> it out because we're yeah. very different. We're very different people. Yeah. And uh, maybe we could talk about that live online. I don't know, but I know that, <laughs> that yeah. we there's certain things I do and the way I respond. I can be quite passionate. I can be quite to the point, to the point of being blunt. Whereas your style is much, it's much more careful, perhaps in the way that you would communicate. And then that that has been a, a spot of uh for, sure. uh, for I mean, us to work out isn't it? it you 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 say blunt i could say rude and uh you know <laughs> exactly that yeah and <laughs> oh, sometimes I, perhaps it is rude but yeah, i need well, to hear that back, that's, yeah. that's a perception and and i could say careful and you could say procrastinating or is he actually going to come out with an opinion at all and uh you know <clears throat> we can be so cautious and so careful that nothing comes out we can be so blunt that you know the things lost because of the delivery um yeah. <clears throat> so with it was so it's so amusing that trip to bethel I, I really did think why am i here <laughs> and uh, i think it highlighted our differences so much but what was lovely so lovely was at the end of each day we then got together <clears throat> excuse me and we'd seen different things we'd brought different perspectives on things there was that coming together of our differences and we got so much more out of it because of that 
Uh, Ian Hawkins is asking, can we say something about the application of this to forgiveness? Um, <coughs> I guess, I mean, I, I think about marriage, actually. Uh, I'm like, if you can't forgive your spouse on a regular basis, then the distance grows. Anybody who's married any, any length of time will experience this. Um, and so, yes, I think forgiveness is crucial. Otherwise, you just get this growing, growing hill of yeah. things you're unhappy about, bitter about. And some things you really never need to talk about. You just need to forgive and move on. Yeah. And it's growing in knowing what... It's a bit like this other chat we're having. What's important to go back to the other person on? Yeah. You know, yeah. where am I driving you crazy? Because there's been times where that has happened in both directions and we've had mm. to learn... Yeah. to communicate to one another honestly about that yeah so forgiveness is absolutely essential and forgiveness is giving up the rights to get even that the thing may still be there um but i don't need to judge you for it i don't need to treat you badly for it um i've forgiven you so i've taken it away as as a a, a stick or a tool against you um so but if you don't talk about the the thing that happened you know if they don't know they're going to do it again exactly <laughs> you can't criticize if you've said nothing and someone's just being them because this is um what's fascinating we, we talk about freedom but our journey i think through freedom has increased our sense of or our awareness of difference so when you're in a rule-based society, mm. everyone knows what to do. You keep your nose clean, you say certain things, and you shut up the rest of the time. It's clean, it's simple, everyone knows, but everyone's the same, at least on the surface. Yeah, superficial. The more you embrace freedom, the more you think, oh, I wouldn't have done it like that, or ah, <laughs> did he actually say that? <laughs> yes. And so the difference comes out because that's what freedom is about. But then we've got to deal with it, and this is really what, this is all about is how do you deal with these things that come out because we value freedom that often looks messy yeah. and it needs to be handled well in a culture that values loves and respects i think this is messier and i know like in our relationship that that you have got better for instance at coming back to me when you needed to rather than just yeah. let because if you let too many things just run the hill gets bigger and then yeah. Nobody says anything, but you feel the distance. And, and I think, yeah. I hope I've got better at, at hearing you and yeah. oh, for sure. being, being apologising when necessary <laughs> and being a little bit less bullish when I'm in that kind of frame of mind. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to fill in, fill in for the listener <laughs> what, what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So, and I think that's it. I think, you know, to think that I've got to be different to make it okay for you and vice versa, that's not freedom. That's not living out of, you know, the goodness. So, you know, if we accept that I want got to be the best me, I want you to be the best you, um, but that's going to be a, a, a way of operating that manages those differences and it doesn't require you to... I wish you'd just dot, dot, dot. And effectively, that means I'd wish you'd stop being you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have to say you've been brilliant with me on that. Well, thank you. I think you've <laughs> you perfected that art really well. Ooh, I, I wonder, no. 
I think we're all learners, and I think this is yeah, the we trouble. Are. You know, thank you for that. Um, and I received that as a compliment, but I feel I've got so much more to learn. Because being careful, I think I could always think of a better way. I could always think of more thoughts around, well, why did that happen? And I, I sort of analyze and, you know, take yeah. it from different viewpoints. But what that does is I think, oh, it's perhaps not the best time, or, or perhaps <laughs> I need to think a bit more, or perhaps there'll be another moment that will come along and of course life happens stuff happens and it, it's gone until something happens again yeah yeah and i think that is that to create this culture you know we're back to this it's our posture of, of nobility is another phrase i've started yeah. to use yeah it's very good of, i'm posturing myself in that place towards others to give honor to them but the relational what we're saying alongside this is the relational journey is actually better, but it's a lot messier and, mm -hmm. and it, it worked, but I think it actually helps us each growing our own character with the Lord. Yeah. And it's yeah. a definite plus. Cause if you don't um, know you're doing something because no one's totally. told you, you can't, you know, address it, either look to God or, you know, deal with it yourself or ask friends around, help me with this. Cause I keep seeing to do it and I don't know what, how to do it differently. Um, but yeah, and I think the, the relational connection is, it, it comes down to are you bothered? Because, you know, if there's not much of a strong relationship, then you can just let someone, oh, well, you know, that's them, keep them over there. But if we value one another and we want a connection with one another and God's drawing us together, then you can't let these things lie. And so the, the strengthening of the relationship and you know I've talked about in the past about pulling on a rope you know you do mm -hmm. need some connection there if you're going to pull and if it's just yeah. a little bit of a rope give a gentle tug to start with don't go yanking and wonder yeah. why the rope's broken you know so there's a lot of sense uh, um i was going to say sensitivity but that's not the right word it is discernment it is yeah. you know, understanding no, no, a good word yeah I think good sensitivity is valuing yeah. the other person, isn't it? And yes, not, it is. not yeah. walking all over their sensibilities. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, our time is rapidly going. I'm just mm. looking and I know I want people to be free to log on to the, to the family zoom, but um, I'm just trying to think how we can land this in a minute, but I, I feel like, you know, trying to summarize what we've been saying is, yeah. This really is, we can't go around judging whether people are honouring us or not or whether we feel valued by the environment. This is completely about us outdoing other people. That's the scripture. How do we outdo one another in showing honour? This is about how am I doing in giving this to the people I'm close to, but also in the example that we used about that, that prayer request, is this this is to all God's people this this is how I function in life that I communicate value to the people I'm interacting with as well as where it gets deeper in an individual relationship I communicate keep the value thing going and I don't don't hold people's history over them I keep calling them out into their destiny and that that's that's a powerful thing that is is tougher to do in long-term environments but i think makes it all the more all the more real so yeah. nick do you want to do you want to pray as we close just pray for yeah. those who watch this later watching it now and then we'll we'll have to say goodbye yeah, yeah. 
Father, we thank you so much that you treat us um, as how you see us and not according to our past mistakes. And Father, this is what we aspire to. This is what we long for. Um, anything that you call us to that's not out of our human nature, we need your help. And God, we just yes. thank you so much that you offer this freely, abundantly. Holy Spirit, you're the master at placing us in the right time, whispering words, say, do it now. Um, this is how to do it. And we can tap into that anytime to help grow strong, healthy relationships that don't need rules to keep us safe, but we have honor, love, value, respect. Brilliant. That is our operating system. God, we just long for more of this in our lives, in our culture, and we just ask your help as we take steps towards this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nick. All right, Thank bless everybody. you, everybody.